Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Friday, September 2nd, 2022. Our bit today is taken from John 8, 32, which says, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Oh, friends, today, as the rising of the sun begins, yes, as that magnificent orb makes its daily journey around the world, Many different voices in many different languages will loudly and harmoniously chorus, TGIF, thank God it's Friday. Thank God for the weekend and all the freedom it brings. <laughs> Our Lord, eh? do we ever like and fantasize about that thing called freedom? And you know what? Down through the ages, so many of us have died shouting out its name. But we don't really know the heavy price that that supposed elixir of the human spirit demands. For to be truly free, one needs to be responsible, not lawless like so many of us believe. Because freedom carries with it an inherent need for responsibility, loyalty, self-discipline, self-control, and level-headedness. It calls for mercy, love, grace, forgiveness, goodness, and godliness. It doesn't give us the right, as so many of us believe, to do exactly what we want when we want, regardless of the consequences to those around us. It doesn't mean chaos, selfishness, and disregard for our fellow man. In fact, It demands just the opposite, a healthy and responsible care and compassion for fellow human beings. And I guess that's why all the revolutions and wars and other negative circumstances that have occurred in the name of freedom have never really succeeded. Because in the end, those at the forefront of those uprisings end up doing exactly what their oppressors and suppressors were doing, and that's oppressing and suppressing somebody else in the supposed name of freedom. But yet, we still constantly hear the battle cry for freedom. Freedom from this, freedom from that, freedom from responsibility, freedom from paying taxes, freedom from God and his law. (laughs) But yet we still desire all those those things that a responsible freedom bring. But in reality, freedom, you know, is only and will always be a figment of our imagination. For as the song so truly says, we must all bow to somebody, to either God or Satan. And once you're bowing to someone, you're never free. Bowing to Satan will never make you free because he's only interested in keeping his selfish claws in you, restraining you from rising to the level for which you were created, and thus making hellfire and damnation your eternal home. The closest we can ever get to that thing called freedom is by reverently bowing to our maker, our creator and provider, or waymaker and forgiver, the enabler of eternal life. And that can only happen 
when we sincerely embrace his majestic son, Jesus Christ, as our Lord and Savior? Yes, friends, only through the intervention of the Son can one get to all the magnificent benefits and freedoms that the Father provides. Now listen up as Christ enlightens us on the subject. First, he sets us, first off, he sets us straight by imparting this startling but ever so true information. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And we all know that comes from John 14, 6. My people, unless we believe that and act seriously upon it, we'll never see the bright lights of heaven and enjoy the promises of eternal life. Now, that's the truth and nothing but the God-awesome truth. Only sincere belief in Christ Jesus will enable us to enter through those pearly gates we all talk and dream about so much. And likewise, the only source of true freedom is Christ Jesus. And why do we know this? Listen as he taught in the synagogue of his hometown of Nazareth. On that momentous Sabbath day in the temple, Jesus read thus from the book of Isaiah. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised or oppressed, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And this day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears or hearing. And that comes from Luke 4, 18 to 19 and verse 21. For my people, Jesus was letting his hope down know that he was the chosen one, the Messiah, the one sent to set the captives free, to heal their broken hearts, souls, and spirits. But as it so often happens, when someone close to us, someone just like us, rises up to another level, we tend to offer derogatory comments rather than gladly accept their new status. And that's exactly what happened to Jesus in his hometown of Nazareth. They didn't believe that the lowly carpenter, son of Joseph and Mary, who grew up amongst them, could ever be the Messiah. And his words so annoyed them that they eventually forced him out of the city and tried to throw him down a hill. Thankfully, though, as the good book says, but he, passing through the midst of them, went his way. And you can find that in Luke 4.30. And the scholars offer this explanation on the verse. They say it is not clear whether this is a miraculous deliverance or whether Jesus, by dint of his imposing presence, was able to steer his opponents down and then walk away untouched. I like to think it was the latter, though, just to show the unbelieving fools that he was not scared of them. And now, this final word from Jesus, re-freedom. He said to a crowd of Jews that supposedly believed in him, If ye continue or abide in my word, then ye are my disciples indeed, and ye shall know the truth, 
and the truth shall make you free. And when they claimed they were never in bondage, so how could they be made free? Jesus explained to them that they were in bondage to sin. However, if the Son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. And that comes from John 8, 36. And is it ever the glorious truth, my brethren? Only through the work of Jesus on the cross of Calvary, his shed blood, his death and resurrection, can we truly be made free? Free from sin, free from our most noted enemy, that Satan and the sinful life that he espouses and tries to get us to also espouse so that we can eventually end up like him in the lake of fire. But thankfully, we are wiser than that. We are following Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. So let's go to him in prayer right now, now through our Friday chant, asking for his divine help in our troubled world. As one confident voice, Oh Lord, thanks for getting me safely through this past week. You know it's been rough. What with all the anxiety, the confusion and havoc that the COVID-19 and monkeypox viruses, as well as our many other problems are causing. We can't seem to fix it on our own, Lord. That means we desperately need your help. Oh, Heavenly Father, with your omnipotent help and our trusting faith, we know that we can stand strong and steadfast and defeat both the viruses and the unrest in our streets. So, Lord, we sincerely ask you today to give the governments and those involved in the forefront of this serious and unexpected storm, the wise guidance to handle the situation properly with the least amount of loss to life and property as possible. And please help those of us who must go to work amidst all the confusion. Help us to re be responsible and to stay safe and avoid any more serious setbacks. And Lord, we fervently pray that you'll use this situation to bring a lot of backsliders back to your fold. Please show them the error of their ways. And please also, also introduce a whole new flock who will embrace your love and compassion by the example we, your faithful believers, set. Yes, Lord, please use this pandemic and the unrest in the streets as a means of restoring faith in you so that our sinful world can wake up and smell the coffee. Yes, my Lord, we need to wake up and smell it sweet and strong. And we pray this in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, friends, if we truly expect positive divine help, then it's up to us to keep the promises we have just made and show right motives in our hearts. Much love. And the postscript for today says, Only through belief in Christ Jesus can we gain whatever freedom is possible in this earthly life. And that's the indisputable truth, people. Only through Christ can we gain whatever freedom is possible. So please, let's get together now. Let's wake up, smell the coffee, and see what's happening. The world is getting even more 
evil and dangerous every day. And it's only through our sincere work and living for Christ that we can make a serious and positive change to it. So please, let's get out there as every, we ask every day and live for Jesus. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.